Welcome back to the podcast. On last week's episode with film and forest photography, we talked briefly about styled shoots. And over the last week, I've had a few questions from listeners about what these actually are and why they are important. So I thought for this episode, we would talk about styled shoots and how you can set one up for your own photography. This is episode 44 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm your host, Robert Massey. Welcome to the show. This podcast is part of the educational arm of Robert Massey Photography, my adventure, portraiture, and art business in Calgary, Alberta. We focus on crafting beautiful imagery of people in their favorite places doing the things they love. If you want to follow along on my journey, you can do so on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography. All right, now on with our show. Styled shoot. The term is heavily used in the wedding photography industry to describe when a photographer arranges a photo shoot to build portfolio shots to speak to a specific clientele. These styled shoots can involve many steps and people, but they are an integral tool for photographers to find clientele and to show off what they can do. Today, we're going to give you nine steps to help you plan your next or your first styled photo shoot. Before we get into the steps though, I thought I would tell you why styled shoots are so important. Styled shoots are borrowed from fashion photography and implemented in wedding photography. They can help you show off a new style, dive deep into a new concept, connect with venues and other vendors, and can help you embark on a new photography path. With all that said, styled shoots aren't just for the wedding industry anymore. They can be integral for anyone looking to do any type of photography. Are you looking to work with brands, do action adventure work? Then you can also set up a style shoot to show up how you would create images. In fact, doing a style shoot may be the only way you can get regular paying jobs from brands or adventurers because they first need to trust you can create the work. And a style shoot will give you the shots you need for your portfolio. All right, so how exactly do you go about setting up a styled shoot? Step number one, choose a concept. This is the critical stage where you decide what it is you're going to photograph and why. Most wedding photographers will set up a style shoot to represent their brand or a new style that they want clients to see. Think like setting up a bohemian chic rustic wedding out in the country. You would need a specific look if that's what you want people to be hiring you to shoot. If you want really high-end weddings or if you want outdoors weddings, you would need to set up a styled shoot that shows that off and shows off your capabilities of photographing it. So think about what you want to show off in your photography in the concept you're creating. Do you want to do a rock climbing shoot with women in lingerie, which is an actual advertising photo shoot that happened with professional climbers recently? Maybe a backpacking elopement or a unique car shoot just anything. Let your creativity run while keeping in mind the purpose of the photos in the end. All right, step number two, put together a mood board. Once you've chosen a concept, start putting together your mood board. Mood boards are significant for understanding the style, location, outfits, and feel of the shoot and bringing it all together. The mood board is where you bring together your concept and start putting together images that represent it. So look for photos that feel right for the shoot airy, dark, bohemian, high fashion, etc. The type of location you'd want, the color scheme, lighting, mood, and of course, the actual theme itself. And make sure to include specific types of shots, like poses that you want in there, or specific little details that you need to make sure you have. 
So say you're doing photographs of running shoes, you need to go through and look for like what details you really love in other photos of those running shoes or things like that. And it'll really help you nail down exactly how your style shoot is going to look. Now you aren't using your own photographs for this yet because you're creating a new concept for yourself. You are just gathering images from across the web. Now I would suggest using Pinterest for this as you can easily find and save everything in one location and it is super easy to share with any other participants in the shoot. Plus there's just a ton of great content on there that can serve as fantastic inspiration. Now just don't get lost in a Pinterest hole, which can happen. All right, step number three, start putting together your team. Style shoots require a few people to pull off. At the minimum, it's you and your model, but typically you will also want an assistant, a makeup and hairstylist, and an additional model for some diversity in people poses and the types of shots. Now this can be a daunting task as you are now starting to ask people to put out their own time to work on this project with you. Now, before asking someone to get involved, do a few things first. Take a look at their work online and make sure it matches up with your concept and aesthetic. Look at who their target audience is and make sure the style shoot and the photos it is going to produce will benefit them in their portfolios. Finally, put together a comprehensive email that includes the concept, a link to your mood board, and some details on how doing this style shoot will benefit them. And make this personalized. You are not going to be sending the same email out to every single person you're asking for. It can have the same details in it, like the concept and the link to the mood board, but be specific about the benefits to them. How will it directly impact that business specifically? All right, so let's talk quickly about the people on your team and how to approach them, starting with probably the most important part of your team, your model. Models are paid to look great in videos and photos, and getting great ones for your style shoot can be expensive, but well worth your cost. That being said, if you are on a tight budget, you can get people to model for free. Just be respectful about asking. Here are a couple of ways you can go about making that ask. Put a call out on your own personal social media looking for people to model in exchange for the picture usage rights. Often someone is looking to get into modeling or a friend of someone's is looking to get into modeling and you may get lucky and find just the right talent who is available the day of your shoot who needs to build their own portfolio. Another way is to call up your local modeling school if there is one near you and ask if any students need tests done or are looking for portfolio work. They may be able to help you out with students who are willing to take on a project. Finally, if you have some photogenic friends who fit the style you are looking for in the shoot, they may be able to help you out as well. The key here though is having friends who look good in front of the camera. Style shoots are there for you to show off your work at its very best. And you can't have people who feel uncomfortable in front of the camera. One of the keys to all of these efforts is to make sure you ask, not demand or assume anything, but merely ask if anyone is interested. And if you can afford it, spending money on a professional model will probably make your photos turn out significantly better than if you find somebody who's just starting out or especially if you just use friends. All right, moving on to the next person in our group, the stylists. Now, stylists can also be incredibly expensive, but the truly great ones are once again worth it. So if you have the money, hire a great stylist. However, if you're shooting on a budget, you can find some stylists who will work for the usage rights to your photos or who will charge just a minimum kit usage fee, which will cover the cost of their makeup and anything else that they use, along with obviously the photo usage rights. 
An excellent place to look for this is beauty schools, where students need to practice their craft. The key here again is to make sure you are asking and not demanding. If someone says they need to be paid or anything like that, it's not a slight on you. It's the truth of them needing to work and live and do their business properly. Think about if someone was asking you to give them photos for free. Think how you would respond to that as well. Because I'm sure in the right situation, you would be happy to partake in something with somebody, but it has to be the right situation for you. So when you're asking, just remember this isn't personal and don't make demands or assume anything of people. And finally, your assistant. This can be anyone you know who's willing to come and help you take photographs for the session. Someone who can hold a reflector, carry some gear, and just generally be there to help out during the day. I admittedly love having my wife along for shoots because she is so attuned to specific little details that I may miss, and she will frequently let me know when I'm missing them. It's great to have an assistant who can help out with all those little small things and just be there to make sure the day runs smoothly. All right, going on to step number four, the location. Once you've started putting together your team, you need to find a location to do the shoot. Typically, and especially for the style of photography most of us do, these styled shoots will take place outdoors. You need to choose a location that is accessible for everybody involved in the shoot, and one that also matches your aesthetic. I love using Google image searches to find beautiful locations as well as street view. Private places like hotels, some gardens, convention centers, places like that may be willing to provide you with space for free for the use of the images in their advertising. Others may charge you a nominal fee or they might charge you their full rental fee, but if it's the perfect location, that might be worth it to you to get exactly what you need to find more clients. Public locations may sound cheaper, but there are a couple of things you're going to have to think about. Are you allowed to run commercial photo shoots there or do you need a license to do this shoot? Check with the local government because you actually may need a permit. I know there's places in Calgary you can't do photographs without getting a permit beforehand and if you do, it is quite the hefty fine. Even places like the mountains may not actually be cheaper depending on the type of photos that you need. Say you want to do a bunch of different drone shots or stuff looking from up above, you actually can't fly drones in provincial and national parks in Canada without getting a specific permit. Are there going to be lots of tourists or other people to contend with? It may not be a bad thing, just something to think about. And is the location actually on public land or is it private land? And double check where you are going because you don't want to get there and not actually be able to get in to do your photo shoot. So beyond just making sure your location matches what you're looking to do, you need to actually make sure that the location is going to blow your budget or that you can actually do the type of shots that you need to while you're there. All right, step number five, put together a timeline. This is critical if often overlooked step. Have a full timeline for the day of the shoot. Include where and when everyone needs to arrive, allow time for travel into locations, hair and makeup, outfit changes, redoing some shots, and food and water breaks. Then send this out to the whole team to make sure everyone knows what is happening. Step number six, put together your shot list. It's so easy to get carried away when shooting and just leaning into that moment and just taking pictures of everything, or you can simply just forget a shot that you needed to get while you were doing this. Now, don't put so much pressure on yourself to remember everything or to need to focus on everything when you have so much to think about on a day like this. Instead of needing to remember, just create a shot list. Shot lists are a general list of the type of images you want and need to get. Think about specific details, poses, lighting setups, etc. This isn't exactingly detailed. It's just there to make sure you don't finish the shoot and then think, oh no, we needed this one shot. 
Step number seven, arrange for food and drink. This is also often overlooked, but I always make sure to have something small for people. Bottles of water, some little snacks, nothing remarkable, but something to keep everyone happy and chipper throughout the whole shoot. And thinking of people's food and drink needs really tends to make everybody feel really happy and it's a really positive experience for them. And if you have people working with you who are doing it for free or basically for free just to have the images from you, giving them a much better and much more fulfilled experience typically will lead them to wanting to work with you again. All right, step number eight, the shoot. Finally, you arrive on the big day. Relax, have fun, and enjoy this fantastic project that you've spent so much time putting together. And step number nine, the delivery. This is one of the final steps. Edit up the images and get them out to your team members. If you are shooting for everyone's portfolios, then let them know it's okay to share them on social media. And let everyone know to ensure to tag everybody who was involved, the makeup artists, the models, even your assistant if they took some photos or if they were there and have an Instagram account. Make sure everybody gets credit for being a part of this shoot. And yeah, I know typically people would just want to share everything on social media right away, but there's one time where that may not be the best option. And that's if you are deciding to do this style shoot with the idea of submitting the images to publications like magazines, blogs, places like that. Now, that's because a lot of publications will want first publishing rights for the shots. So they can't have already gone out on social media. They can't have been seen elsewhere, really, for these publications to be willing to give you this opportunity. So just make sure you don't miss out on the opportunity by sharing your stuff early. And let the team know this. Tell them they can't be sharing the shots on social media just yet. Tell them that you're submitting them to a few places and you'll let them know once it gets through into a magazine or a blog or anything like that. And once they do get published, share that everywhere. It adds a huge amount to your credibility to be a published photographer. Plus, it's pretty friggin' cool to see. So share it everywhere. Get it on your own Instagram. Get it out there. And that's it. That's it, really. Those are the nine steps to creating an incredible styled shoot. This may seem a bit odd for those of us in the travel and adventure realm, but honestly, styled shoots can help you land brands and other work if that's what you want to be doing. It can also honestly just be a lot of fun to create a really cool project and see your vision come to life when you're working alongside so many other people. It can be so rewarding to see your artistic vision come to life. Now, have you done a style shoot? Are you interested in one? Got any more questions? As always, let me know. I'd be happy to chat with you about anything and everything photography related. You can message me on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography or at Travel Adventure Photo School. And you can also find the show notes for this episode online at TravelAdventurePhotographySchool.com. Now get out there and get creating. Let's adventure. Bye for now.